listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey everyone, it is uh, great to have you back here on For Your Joy, a podcast presented by New King Church in South Burlington, Vermont. And um, we have been away the last couple weeks. Um, hope you didn't miss us too much. But uh, we were going to have uh, one episode posted that was Ben teaching at uh, one of our worship and prayer nights, and we recorded it, but for some reason, technology just, you know, sometimes it's not our friend, and uh, and we did record it, but there was no audio, so yeah, did we record it? If an audio file is recorded and there is no audio, was it ever Was it recorded? Was it recorded? We definitely tried to record it. Yeah. The file was zero bytes, so it's hard <laughs> to know what happened. It's, yeah. Um, Is that saying something about the content of my message? You know? <laughs> how, about how many bytes of information in, in, uh, did you walk away from? About zero. About, there was nothing. Yeah. At least the, the SD card walked away with nothing. But mm. I think a lot of people walked away with more than that. And we were going to give it to all of you to listen and, and gain wisdom from. But uh, I guess the Lord had other plans. Mm. Um, so we are, and, and we were planning on, uh, getting back into our discussion on Saul and David, uh, because we kind of left, uh, the last episode, um, beginning to turn towards the person of David. Um, but I have a surprise for you all. We are actually not doing that today <sighs> because, um, because the spirit told us to mm. not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, ben and I were just, just chatting about life a little bit and praying about uh, this, about to record this um, episode. Uh, and and it felt like we needed to do something different. Uh, because one of the goals uh, of this podcast from the beginning was um, to, to give us a different avenue uh, through which we can um, just share things that the Lord places on our minds as pastors, as shepherds of New King, and um, and you know we didn't want to make you come to Sunday night church um, because it's not 1997, and so we decided we'd do a podcast. Um, and Ben started talking about some things that the Lord's been laying on his heart the last few weeks, and I said, you know, Ben, that's what we need to do this uh, episode mm-hmm. on. So we will most likely get back to the conversation on Saul and David um, at some point, but today uh, we're gonna we're gonna follow the the leading of of uh, Christ mm-hmm. and and just think about. I, I guess I don't even know what to what we'll title it. I'm guessing it'll be something like friendship with Jesus, mm-hmm. but. Um, I actually have no idea where it's going to go. I have an idea where it's going to go, but because I just told Ben he needs to say what's on his mind, um, I'm excited to hear it as well. And so uh, without further ado, Ben. Okay. 
I want to just say like, these are things that I'm still processing. And so that is probably how this needs to go. Right. Is like a conversation of us wrestling with some of this in processing some of this together, which is perfect. That's exactly what we want this podcast to be. Yeah. Um, I've been personally just praying for a greater passion for Jesus. Uh, it's one of the things that I've been praying for for myself and, um, and pursuing like, what, what is it? I mean, what the question is, what is it that is underneath passion uh, for Christ? And I, and I think the thing that's underneath passion for Christ is a relationship with him Mm. is a friendship with him. Our first value here at New King is just that, is we, we say our first value is Jesus, and we mean a friendship with Jesus, that ministry must be an overflow of, of, a, of a relationship. And we get that, the, the classic place in the scriptures, we get that is from the story of Mary and Martha, where Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet, soaking up what Jesus has to say, listening to his words and and receiving from him. And Martha is in the kitchen, basically, right? She's serving Jesus, busy serving Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Martha says to Jesus, like, will you please tell my sister to get up and help me serve, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus sa- says actually Mary has chosen the one thing that's necessary, the one thing needed. Hmm. And, um, and so the one thing, like if, if we fail at everything else, but get one thing, the one thing that we need to get is friendship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We need to get that. Um, if we, if we're preaching sermons, if we're witnessing to our friends at work, if we're serving the poor, if we're, whatever we're doing, like whatever we're doing, if we, if we fail at friendship with Jesus, Mm -hmm. we are failing Yeah, because fruit can only come out of abiding. And if we miss the friendship, we miss abiding. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've been so I've been thinking about what is it? What is friendship? You know, we we have friends. Um every person has friends and uh we but it's one of those things that we don't necessarily understand because we don't really define it. We know when what one is when we have one. Yeah. It's like this person is my friend and that person isn't. <laughs> but what's the what's the thing that's the difference, you know? Yeah. And, and I think the, 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 the thing that, um, that I heard another pastor say that, that to me makes sense is that friendship comes down to vulnerability and that our level of friendship is basically based upon the level of vulnerability yeah. in that relationship, mm-hmm. which is why our you know i in an ideal marriage your spouse is your best friend yeah. 
because no one knows you as 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 intimately as your spouse. Intimacy, some have said, is into me see. Mm-hmm. So when we when we think about vulnerability, it's this un unclothing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the garden, right, Adam and Eve experienced the height of vulnerability and sin came in and, and they felt like the first thing that they had to do was mm-hmm. cover. Yeah. And so, so in a fallen world, in a sinful world, we struggle with uh, real friendship because we hide ourselves. You know, we yeah. put we put fig leaves over our souls, mm-hmm. and so that affects our friendships with other Christians and other people. But but it also has a terrible impact on our friendship with Jesus too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm processing this and and I'm seeing where in the scriptures Jesus says that he considers us his friends. He says that in John 15. He says John 15 um greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants for, here's here's his explanation as to why we're friends and not servants. Why we're more than servants. No longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing. Mm. But I have called you friends for all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Mm-hmm. This is why we're more than servants. We are servants, but we're more than servants. We're his friends. Yeah. He wants to be friends. Mm-hmm. And he says, I consider you my friend because I have disclosed everything to you. Mm. It's, it's vulnerability. It's, it's openness. It's intimacy. He said to, to us... I am not hiding anything from you. Yeah. I'm disclosing everything. I'm giving you inside information into all that is most deeply important to me. Mm-hmm. And and so that's his side of things. And the question is how are we doing on our side of that? Mm. Wow. I mean that's convicting. For sure, but in, but before that, it's encouraging mm-hmm. to know that that is the level of relationship that Christ wants with us. Mm-hmm. Like He's laid it out there, right, for us to partake in. Mm-hmm. He has given us His Word. He's given us His love and compassion. He's given us Himself, right, mm-hmm. um, stripped bare, right, bleeding mm-hmm. on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is something that, I don't know, especially in today's age and in, in, in state of, um, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say state of, of mental health, state of anxiety, just, you know, 
you know, you, I guess you can blame it on COVID like we do everything, but, 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 but more than that, it feels like, um, there is this, this trend towards, um, I guess, uh, a lack of encouragement, discouragement, you might say <laughs> a trend towards discouragement. And this is something that could really like when you lay this out and present this to someone as something that Christ offers, this could really change their life and turn the tables, mm-hmm. um, in their mind as something that they recognize that they need a lot. Yeah. You know, we use the word relationship sometimes like in our evangelism, we mm-hmm. say like, it's not about religion. It's about a relationship. Yeah. But the issue, but the, the problem with the word is it's not that relationship is the wrong, is a wrong word, but the, the, it's not as specific as the word friendship. Yeah. Rel- there's a lot of different types of relationship. Yeah. Right. A, Co-worker. A boss, right? Yeah, yeah, a boss has a relationship with his employee. Yeah. But that's way different than a friendship. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, there, the word friendship is really key here. Mm-hmm. This is what Jesus wants. So I guess if you are, are willing to, to show some of that vulnerability, what are ways that you recognize that your friendship with Christ, maybe even recently as the Mm -hmm. Lord is clearly teaching you this right now, what are some of the ways that you notice your friendship with Christ is, um, weak, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one that, that I'm really processing right now is coming from this, this book I'm reading, um, by Richard Baxter. I think it was written in the 1600s. Ah, yeah. So modern. Um, it's Richard Baxter, the Reformed Pastor is the name of the book, and it's a classic. Um, but I I pulling up the quote right now so I can <laughs> so that I can uh, get it right. I read this the other day, and um, man, it's just it's it's causing me to do a lot of self reflection. Um, where's the quote? So, so in close, it, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I told you that we're going to do this topic ten seconds before we started. That's yeah. That's uh, the, the delay. And <laughs> so in it, he says, "Okay, here it is." Um, in it, he talks about that in ministry. Um, it is very easy for there to be a slow, subtle shift in the heart of the of the pastor to go from starting out, this is all for you, Jesus. I love you. I want to serve you. Mm. I want to please you. I want to bless you. Um, and that being the beginning motivation and then somewhere along the lines. So you don't, you know, so it's a subtle shift. You go from that to, um, it being for you. And so you start out with studying so that you can please him. And next thing you know, you're studying for yourself. Mm. You're studying the Bible to, to, to get what you can get. You're studying the Bible to um, prepare for your next 
sermon because you're going to have to stand up in front of people and preach mm-hmm. something. Um, or you're even studying for the, or you're even, you're praying even for yourself and it's so that you can get an anointing yeah. so that you can effectively do what you've got to do. Mm. And the end isn't Christ, but, but it's selfish. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's not the quote. <laughs> that's a paraphrase. <laughs> but that's a paraphrase that it's easy that I think the Lord is, is help is, um, having me explore this. So I'm still exploring this. Like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it reminds me a lot of what we've been talking about with Saul, you know, like mm-hmm. he, his end goal was his personal image, yep. his personal, not necessarily gain, but, but, but the victory of himself and his people. And, and you can very easily label that as victory of God and victory of God's people. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it was so clear that his heart was um, looking internal. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and in the end, that is actually insecurity because it's not resting on uh, the friendship with Christ. It's not, it's not resting on this, this uh, intimate relationship and friendship with the Lord of everything saying, whatever you want me to do, I do it to, to please you, to glorify you, but rather um, I see these things that you have probably given me to do. So I'm going to take them and make myself look good through them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that necessarily the, the motivation for you right now personally, but it can very quickly become internal and, and self glorifying rather than God glorifying. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the reality is it does not it can become. Yeah, it does become yeah, yeah. for That's all the natural all of us inclination. Yeah, and it's really not just like, oh, this is a possibility. One day, it's more like, man, as I go from like sermon to a, a meeting with someone to a community group to a podcast recording to an encounter night to uh, like each time. I have to stop and, and ask what is my motivation? Yeah. You know, as I sit down to study, to study for a sermon, I have to stop and ask myself, is this for you, Jesus, or for me? Mm-hmm. Like the question isn't, could this happen to me? The question is, <laughs> is it, you know, right now who, what am I motivated by? Yeah. And, um, and I think that's a shift that needs to happen in so many different ways for so many different believers, mm-hmm. um, for all believers, rather. Uh, you know, you you could probably go to, you know, the furthest ends of the mission field in the most unreached place, and you're going to find uh, a missionary, someone who is who is living so faithfully to what God has called them to do, and they're still going to talk they could they could still bring out examples of things that they do in their rhythms of their life that are self-serving um and, and maybe not necessarily self-serving but but just they don't consider the the actual impact of what uh could be for the kingdom of god rather they just say well, this is probably right i'm going to mm-hmm. do this now um and that's a shift we all have to make cons- truly considering what ways are our life bringing glory to God and what impact 
am I making as a disciple maker, right? As a, as an image bearer in each of these moments, whether it's going to work and, and working mm-hmm. for the glory of God, um, or parenting your, your children in a way that, um, teaches them in the way that they should go. All these little things mm-hmm. that require a lot of focus and attention. Yeah. It's very easy to think in categories and think like, Witnessing to my coworker that is glorifying to God, but writing up an email is not. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Sometimes it's definitely not, not <laughs> glorifying to God. Right. Depending on how uh, angry you are as you're writing that email. Right. <laughs> but it's easy to think in categories. Yeah. You know, like okay, if I'm a mom, then like opening the Bible with my with my kids and reading Bible stories, that's glorifying to God. But like fixing their lunch, that's not. Mm. Um. That's so wrong because you can actually read your Bible with your kids in a way that is not glorifying to God. Yeah. Y- you can actually witness to a coworker in a way that's not glorifying to God. Maybe it's less likely, but still it's possible, yeah. right? That you that we do these things that we would just automatically think are God glorifying. Yeah. It's we. It's easy to think we just automatically those are God glorifying, yeah. but really and truly we need to say, what is my heart's desire here? Am I trying to become approved? Mm-hmm. Am I am I seeking approval, like, like checking off boxes to be accepted by God? Yeah. Or am I doing this because I am accepted and 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 I love Him? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like the Bible tells us, whatever you do, work heartily as unto the Lord or work for Jesus. Yeah. Whatever you do, whether you're Mm -hmm. making lunch or writing an email, you can do it with a motivation that, Jesus, I want to write this email to my coworkers for you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take take two examples from Scripture, right? You have those who, who think that they have done what they need to be considered worthy of the kingdom, mm-hmm. right? And they come in Jesus, and they said, didn't we prophesy in your name, heal in your name, right? right. In Christ, and what does Christ say? Depart from me, I never knew you, right? Yeah. There's no friendship there. And then you take the example of, and I'm just thinking about this because this was in our last episode, of Elisha, who's just, who's just plowing, right? Mm-hmm. Who just leads a team of oxen in his father's field. Mm-hmm. And from there... He goes to be a, a great prophet of God because God realized, or God not realized, but he he saw the faithfulness with which he was doing that and called him into service for God's kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that was more glorifying, and mm-hmm. that was more intimate with the Lord than these people who were casting out demons and healing. That's right. But there was no friendship. There this with is, and, and that's exactly why ministry and vocational ministry. When I say ministry, I mean vocational ministry is such a unique uh, challenge because it is so easy for those of us in ministry because, like, we're giving so much, like, such a large portion of our time to things that would, if we go by that whole, like, categories mm-hmm. mindset, yeah, so much of what we're doing fits into the category of God-glorifying. Yeah. But yeah. we can be racking those things up, prophesying, working miracles, casting out demons. Mm-hmm. And, and those people that stood before Jesus, their time was being spent filling up that category. Yeah. 
And at the end of the day, what was it that they were missing? Mm. I never knew you. Wow. We're not friends. Yeah. Mm. You've been stacking up the stuff in that category, but none of it actually glorified me, not in any of it. Wow. So I know you're still processing through this, but I just want to ask one final question here before we close. Is there, I guess, is there something that, is there a practice or a habit that you have personally just as you go, you know, throughout your life from one thing to another, like you just said, um, that kind of, is there a practice that kind of recenters you on this idea of friendship and, in and pulls you back to a place that is, is hopefully more honoring to the Lord in the way that you are living. Oh, well, if I had to narrow it down to one, I would just say a good quiet time, mm-hmm. a good daily solitude time with the Lord in prayer and in the word, um, is the most important thing in my life. My friendship with Jesus, uh, ebbs and flows, based on that and how that's going. Yeah. Always has. Uh, so I've been a Christian now for 20, uh, almost 20 years. And yeah, in 20 years, every time without fail, when my quiet time kind of lessens in frequency or in more recently in my life, the, the habit is there. So it's not that I'll quit having it, but it will lessen in its quality, mm-hmm. then my friendship starts to dwindle. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the most important one. Maybe in the next episode, we talk about some other specifics because I have some other thoughts. But why don't we just start with that one? I think if anybody listening says, I want a greater friendship, a greater intimacy, mm-hmm. maybe the next thing for you is to build like, Build a more robust, quiet time with Jesus. Yeah. I think that's a great starting point. Great. Well, um, thanks, Ben, for yeah. <laughs> fleshing out these things. That was helpful for me. Good. Yeah. Good. Praise the Lord. Um, and we, we definitely pray that it is helpful for any of you listening um, and trust that the Spirit can use it as, as He pleases. And, um, yeah, we might might keep talking about this a little bit if we feel like we need to, or might jump back uh, into uh, the conversation around uh, Saul and David. And, um, but uh, it's been a, it is a privilege to get to mm. do this mm. and, and we hope it is helpful. And mm. uh, until then we'll talk to you soon. See ya.